Hey y'all, it's Amir Yasai with Questions with Amir. It's our first episode and it's on Memorial Day and here I am recording this while most of y'all are at the beach ignoring the flattening of the curve. Honey, Corona came in hot and hit us all and listen, the fact of the matter is it's hit people of color and LGBTQ people at a higher rate than anyone else. So stay indoors, flatten the curve, don't be a fucking idiot. It ain't that hard. Um, those things aside, I really want to get into the show. We have so much to discuss. I really want to talk about three different topics today. I want to talk about the fact that this little fucking idiot in Nebraska, the 66-year-old woman, honey, she is 66, looking stupid, trying to sue all gay people. We got to get into that. I want to talk about Lisa Kudrow's interview where she says that, you know, the criticism of the show being an all-white cast... And it should be looked at as a time capsule, not for what they did wrong. Oh, honey, could you be more white? Could you? Would you? Hello, Karen. I just can't. So we're going to get into that. And then, of course, I really need to talk about TikTok, honey. I'm on TikTok. Actually, currently, I'm banned from TikTok because I'm an LGBTQ creator and even Black creators are being blocked. We will get into that. I will spill the tea, honey, for you about why I am blocked. Um, I also, on that vein of TikTok, a girl actually confronts her best gay friend for him sleeping with her boyfriend on TikTok. Super intense. We're going to get into all of that. We're going to play some games, and I'm going to answer some user questions. Let's jump right in, honey. I got to talk about this Nebraska woman trying to sue all gay people, honey. She is suing all of us. Cue the crickets, honey. Cue the crickets. Um, When I was on Twitter, I all of a sudden saw all of these side-by-sides of this, you know, of the article saying, you know, this woman is suing all gay people. Then we had Elle Woods. We had pictures of Ally McBeal. I was, like, really here for it. And listen, if you're too young, Ally McBeal is a great show with Calissa Flocker and Lucy Liu. It will give you life, honey. And you just got to jump in and, you know, watch it in quarantine. What else are you doing? Listen, this woman is everything. So this is a direct quote from this idiot, Sylvia Driscoll. Honey, let's give her a name. She, her, listen, her federal lawsuit is titled Driscoll versus Homosexuals, and it's kind of sort of giving me life. Um, this woman kind of brined up a otherwise monotonous quarantine. Uh, so she's amazing. She said... That homosexuality is a sin and that that they, the homosexuals, know it is a sin to live a life of homosexuality. Honey, that's very repetitive. Just say gay and it's easier. Why else would they have been hiding in the closet? I'm 66 years old and never thought that I would see a day in which our great nation or a great state of Nebraska. Pause. Great state of Nebraska? Are we joking? Nebraska is a great state. Mm, California, New York, maybe. Nebraska, where most median income is really low and teeth are missing. I don't know about that, honey. But anyways, she continues saying, our great state of Nebraska would become so compliant to the complicity of some people's lewd behavior. This bitch has learned complicity, honey. Yes, complicity. Uh, She's a mess, and I don't really know what else to say about this. She's nuts. Um, Why are judges passing laws no sinner can break religious and moral laws? With all the judges of this nation, judge God to be a liar. Oh, (laughs) 
this woman is doing too much. Um, so I'd really love to hear what y'all have to think about this. But listen, my two cents are gay people are going to do what they're going to do, whether or not you sue us. Because I'm going to still suck a dick, honey. Whether it's illegal or not. So thanks a lot, Sylvia Driscoll. And why don't you kick some rocks? So on to our next topic. I really want to jump into Lisa Kudrow. So she did an interview with, um, yeah, so Lisa Kudrow did an interview uh, with, uh, I believe it was The Guardian. Don't quote me, honey, that's not the point. She went into basically kind of talking about the criticism that the show has received. So if you haven't seen Friends, it was on Netflix for a while. Now it's going to be on HBO Max. They're possibly doing a reunion. It's a very white show. I mean, the last season they threw Aisha Tyler in there and they're like, oh, look, there's a black girl. But it's just, like, not enough. There was not a lot of diversity. I mean, again, I do agree with Lisa when she said that the show had surrogacy and a lesbian couple on national TV. Great. But they were all white, white, whitey, white, white, white. So I think that it's really important that we distinguish the differences between what a show does, which is wonderful. And she was even saying, quoting, that it's just a time capsule. Don't hold us accountable for what we did wrong. Kind of celebrate the show for what it was. But the fact is that... You know, when she did kind of say some of her quotes, she said that if this show was redone and it was recast, it definitely 100% wouldn't be white, which kind of hit me in the wrong way because it's like, oh, so you're saying that like you feel some sort of way of the show not being cast all white. So I just, you know, there's a lot of other issues with show. Like they were living, you know, in like this expensive apartment paying like nothing. They better, they didn't have great jobs. There's a lot of issues. There's also like a lot of gay baiting, a lot of gay people being the punchline, which again still happens, like Funny Dance Show, that happened where being gay is the punchline on E! There's there's still a lot, even a lot of gay baiting and gay jokes on um, TikTok and Twitter and Instagram as well. So I don't think that's gone away, but I think what I really want to distinguish is that a lot of times people will say, you know, this show, if it was recast, it wouldn't be white. Feeling some sort of way where I've heard people say, oh, the you know, they want a minority or a diversity hire and they take our jobs. Honey, if you're good enough, nobody can take your job. So let me just say that. Look at Tim Gunn, honey. He white, he white, white, white. But he gets a job because he's like, let's work, you know? And it's a weird example. But the fact is that person, if you're good enough, you're going to get the job that you deserve. So I don't really believe in that bullshit when people say, you know, this, that, and another. Because the fact of the matter is you are going to get the job you deserve. And whether you're white, black, Asian, Persian, doesn't really matter. Uh, so I really thought it was interesting that she kind of said all this stuff. It kind of just rubbed me the wrong way. So I'd love to hear what y'all think. Comment, honey. Let me know. Follow a girl at Amir Yas underscore A-M-I-R-Y-A-S-S underscore. Honey, this is my podcast. I will plug whenever I feel like it. Um, let's move right along from Lisa Kudrow, honey, because I am bored. Let's move on to this girl who did the traditional game. If you don't know about TikTok, it's an app. It's a Chinese-owned company, and basically you can play this game where you do, like, you know, put your hand down if you haven't done this. So it's like, never have I ever game with um, your fingers. So everyone was playing this game. It's a group of girls and one gay guy, and one of them said, have I ever slept with your boyfriend? And then the guy put his finger down, honey, and she confronted him. She knew, I guess, one of the other friends, one of the girlfriends had told her, like, he slept with your boyfriend, and then, like, shit hit the fan, honey. They were fighting. He was saying if he didn't like it, he wouldn't have done it. I mean, she was confronting him, and you get to see this all in the TikTok, honey. And it was kind of amazing, and it kind of gave me life. 
Um, people uh, were saying sneaky snake, trust no one. You know, they really kind of work these things. Oh my God, it's so good. It like absolutely gave me life. So, um, and it was Ali, Ali Vlogs 1. So if you want to go see it, it's freaking amazing. And it kind of is giving me life. Um, but yeah, I think it's just hilarious that that happened. And it was just such a like shady tea spilling moment. And I think that, you know, that's what TikTok is good for. And I also really want to kind of sidebar it because I did talk about how, you know, I was shadow banned, which if you don't know what that means, that basically means the app is thinking that some of the stuff you're posting is not appropriate. So they kind of don't allow you to be in the algorithm for the you page where you want to kind of get people to see your content. So I think they did that with me because I posted something that a lot of other straight white accounts are posting where you can kind of see like a little VPL, which is a visible penis line, honey. You know what it is in gray sweatpants. There was a whole hashtag on TikTok for this. So the fact of the matter is like they banned me and then I posted the video again because I see people do that. Like I got banned, I posted again, and now I can't even post videos. And this happens a lot and it's happened with people that are very problematic like Perez Hilton who should be banned. But it's also happening to a lot of LGBTQ activists and a lot of people that are posting gay content because it is a Chinese company and they are a little bit anti-LGBTQ and they're anti-people of color. A lot of Black creators at the top who are doing amazing things like King Bok have gotten together and are creating a coalition to stop this and to give Black creators their due. A lot of people were, a lot of white creators were copying Black people's dance moves, making it their own, but because they had millions more followers... It's a race thing, honey. It's always going to be a race thing. It's always going to be a gay thing. I mean, hello, look at Sylvia Driscoll, honey. She sued all gay people for the cheap seats in the back. All gay people were sued. So I just want you to remember that. So I thought it was very, very interesting. And, you know, it's just kind of where we are as a culture. And even on Instagram, a lot of my friends' queer accounts have gotten deleted, have gotten removed because of these various things. So I think it's just being cognizant of these biases is very important in moving forward. I don't want to get too much on the soapbox, honey, because you know she loves a soapbox and I love to get on one, but I just don't really want to make it about that. So I think that, listen, TikTok is fun. It's gotten me out of my head in quarantine. I've been able to create a lot of content, but currently I, I have 20 things in draft and I can't get them out. So I think it's just something that was very near and dear to my heart. So I wanted to share it with you. So I want to jump in. I want to kind of take a far left turn, Hanny. And I want to jump in and start talking a little bit about, I want to play a little game with y'all. So swipe right, swipe right, can't talk, honey. English is your second language, girl. Swipe right, swipe left. So swipe right, if you have never been on Tinder because you live under a little box, honey, under a little rock or whatever they call it, um, swipe right is good, left is bad. So I'm going to throw some things out. Quarantine weddings, honey, is a far left for me. I'm like, why are you lining up people, making them get in their cars, get ready, look cute to drop off a two-minute gift? Just cancel your wedding. Like, pocket the money, Hanny. Have people deliver the gifts, Hanny, and be done with it. So I don't really, I'm not really here for these quarantine weddings, quarantine engagements, quarantine relationships. I'm just not here for it. It's so thirsty. It's so desperate. It's so like, we're getting to know each other. Oh, the itch needs to sleep with someone to get to know them. I don't do this like, all the texting and the da, 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 and the FaceTime. I am a Gemini. I'm an outgoing introvert and I need my alone time. I don't have time to do the FaceTimes and the calls. So it's a no for me. Um, let's move right along to this pressure in quarantine to create content and to write a book and to learn a language far left for me. 
because you're putting way too much pressure on people and not considering their mental health. So I'm just, it's a, a big stop for me. It's like, stop and allow people to do what they can do. Listen, I thrive in these moments. I'm doing IG lives. I'm doing, you know, Instagrams and I'm, you know, freaking creating TikToks left and right, but that's me. So don't put that pressure on other, excuse me, on other people. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's really like, it's a no, no for me, that whole putting pressure in quarantine. I'm, you know, what about quarantine haircuts? Let's do a little right, left on that. I am doing it right. I'm loving these different colors. I'm loving the styles. I saw a TikTok today of this girl. She had shaved part of her hair off. Like, I'm kind of here for people experimenting, having a good time, having fun. Queer people have been doing this for generations. Honey, we have breakdowns. We have breakups. We're dying the hair. We're going quick, right? We're shaving the side. So I'm kind of here for it. I'm not mad at it. So y'all let me know what you think. A bitch needed to sip a water because she's getting thirsty in quarantine. Anyone else? <laughs> Hands up if you're horny. <laughs> because I'm losing my mind. Um, anyways, let's move right along to... I want to talk about social shaming, COVID shaming. I'm going to say right on this because I'm tired of driving on PCH in Laguna Beach and seeing people at, at bars, at restaurants. I don't think it's appropriate. We need to flatten the curve and you're hurting people that are autoimmune or have cancer or older. Like, just stay home. You're not going to die. There's enough TV on Netflix. They have enough content until 2024, honey. They've done the research. <laughs> so just stay at home. So that's a big left for me. Um... Oh, sorry. It's a right for me because I'm thinking you should be shaming people for not going out. I mean, sorry, for going out. You need to be shaming people for not going out. That's what I'm saying. I'm this upset that I'm losing my words. Um, yeah, let's play one more right and left, and then I'll get to some questions. I want to ask about people that are, what do y'all think about people that are not quarantined with their families, but are quarantined with their boyfriend or girlfriend's family? crickets, honey. I'm just like left for me. I'm like, don't you have a family or a roommate or something? Why are you quarantining at your parents' house? Like I, your girlfriend's parents' house, I just do not get it. So that's a hard left for me. Uh, I want to get to some questions before we wrap up, honey. This first episode of Questions with Amir. Um, so I got this question on the DMs, on the DMs on Instagram. Uh, it was a couple asking what it's like, what are some tips to dealing with being quarantined together and not getting on each other's nerves, especially in a small space in New York. Uh, my advice to this lovely couple is that you need to kind of find spaces. Even if your apartment is, let's say, 500 squeet, squeets, <laughs> 500 square feet, find a corner that's yours or the patio is yours or, I don't know, a common area is yours or the kitchen is yours to kind of have some alone time and have time to refresh and kind of miss each other. Cause I know we're all cooped up together and it can be really hard on a relationship to be up in each other's business. And then you're going to the grocery store together. You're cooking together. You're with each other. You don't see your friends. There's no like breaks. There's no separation. Uh, so that can be very tough. So I think that my advice is to find a common area and also to split up some chores. Let's say you're delivering a package to UPS. You have to go. Just one of you go. It's also safer. Do the grocery store shopping. Maybe you do it one week. They do it one week. I don't... It's like a way of finding some separation. Even though, obviously, you love each other, it can really start to affect your relationship if you're kind of on top of each other and not in the kind of way we like. Uh, so that can be a lot. I hope that helped. Um, I also got this question, which I thought was fabulous. It was someone asking that had recently come out only to friends 
and like some very select family, but not their immediate family. And now due to safety reasons and not wanting to pay rent, they are quarantined with their family. So actually I can relate directly to this because I actually gave up my apartment in LA and moved into my parents' home in Orange County. So I think that I definitely have something to offer. So I think number one is to allow yourself to be upset. If you're angry, upset, get in your car, drive around, take a walk around the neighborhood, go to the grocery store, pick up some things, whatever it is to clear your mind and just get your emotions out. And I am such a fan of Talkspace or any of these online therapy tools. Use them, reach out to friends, FaceTime, go sit outside, watch a fucking hummingbird, honey, land, look at you, give you some shade. If you don't know, hummingbirds are one of the shadiest little fucking birds I've ever seen. So Go sit outside, enjoy that, enjoy looking at a flower. I know it's cheesy, but some of these things will help to realign who you are. And to also remember, you have a room, I hope, and you can close your door, dance around, wear makeup, wear a tube top, whatever it is you need to do to be your most authentic self. You do that, you know, and find that space to be yourself, even if it's among a group that don't really support you. And also, you don't really need to push it down their throat. You don't need to come in full drag to dinner. You already know they're not fully supportive, so it's like, give them the space to all fabulous. But don't do it just so you can make someone else happy. Does that make sense? And I hope that that kind of rings true for y'all and really gets you guys in a place that you feel good about it. So don't put pressure on yourself. Be your most authentic self. Create content that makes sense. Put content out. Who cares if you only get five likes? You like it. If you like it, you like it. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's really powerful. And I wish all of you all the best. And I think that it is an amazing time. We're in quarantine and we're stuck in a time and we're going through something collectively. So I think it is an amazing opportunity to create and to move forward and to be your most authentic self in all of the ways that you can. And I think that that is so powerful and it is so amazing and it is such a moment to really revel in that. So enjoy that and have fun with things. I think that the reason this show and my IG Live is called Questions with the Mirror is because I'm genuinely interested in people's stories. I genuinely want to hear from you guys. I want to be a part of your lives. I, I think that becoming your most authentic self, being comfortable in your own skin is something that takes time and work and energy and it doesn't happen overnight. And you know what? The world has come to a screeching halt. So what better time to take that on, you know? And I had mentioned to you, listen, I love a soapbox. I'm going to get up on it, but I love you guys. I'm going to let you go. And that was questions with Amir. I love you all.